0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome to another podcast episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end, using the original languages as a guide when needed. Today we are in um, Numbers chapter 4, and we are reading from the New King James Version Bible. In this section, we are continuing talking about the duties of the priests in their function regarding the carrying of the tabernacle furnishings. Well, Lord, please open our eyes to your truth. Verse 1. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the sons of Kohath from among the children of Levi, by their families, by their father's house. From thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, all who enter the service to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. This is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tabernacle of meeting relating to the most holy things. When the camp prepares to journey, Aaron and his sons shall come, And they shall take down the covering veil and cover the Ark of the Testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of badger skins and spread over that a cloth entirely of blue and they shall insert its poles. Now interesting here. So they're taking the veil and they're covering covering the Ark. And so remember the veil is a symbolic picture of Yeshua. He is the veil he, well, okay, there's two things the veil symbolizes. And it tells us in um, Isaiah that the, the veil is death that covers the whole world. But we also know that Yeshua is the veil through which we enter to see the Father. And so this veil is covering the ark, and then the badger skin is over that. Now remember, the badger skin, when we studied the tabernacle, is the significance of separating those who will eternally be with the Father from those who will eternally be burning in the lake of fire. Some picture that are uh, anecdotally call it heaven and hell, but it's not really what it is in Hebrew. But my point being, I think it's interesting that this ark, which symbolizes where Yahweh Elohim himself will meet with us, this treasure chest keeps the testimony, keeps the the Torah in it, the laws. And it's covered with the veil, and then covered with the badger skin, and then covered with the blue cloth. And of course the blue sim- sim- um, symbolizes purity. And it's almost, I wonder, it's almost like, and I don't know this is caring, it's not when it's set up, but it's like to be with that ark, we have to be pure And we have to pass through to be, okay, so the Ark would symbolize Yahweh. We have to pass beyond how Satan would keep us in our flesh, being separated him via the badger skin. And we have to press through and get to the veil and break through that veil. We have to enter by Yeshua's blood, which covered us. And then we get to that presence of Yahweh. So, I don't know if that's a symbolism, but it, it, I could see that in it. Verse 7. On the table of showbread, they shall spread a blue cloth and put on it the dishes, the pans, the bowls, and the pitchers for pouring, and the showbread shall be on it. Then, shall, okay, they shall spread over them a scarlet cloth. So, do you notice, okay, so the table has a blue cloth on it. Then they put these implements, and then over the top of these implements, they put a scarlet cloth. And, of course, scarlet always symbolizes the blood of Yeshua. So, um... If we are symbolically vessels being used by Yahweh, Yeshua's blood covers us and cleanses us, and that's how we become useful in any manner to God's kingdom. And cover the same with the covering of badger skins, and they shall insert its pulse. So over everything of that, of course, was this covering of badger skins. So again, I think showing that we have to press beyond our flesh, if we want to become useful to God, and we have to enter on the other side through the bloody Yeshua, and, and, and we have to be pure. We have to be purified by Him so that we can be used by Him. And of course, obviously, the basic knowledge of this is that it also protects it <laughs> when they're carrying it. So I'm not completely naive to that. So anyway, verse 9, and they shall take a blue cloth and cover the lampstand of the light with its lamps, its wick trimmers, its trays, and all its oil ut- vessels with which they service it. Then they shall put it with all its utensils in a covering of badger skins and put it on a carrying beam. Notice these all have um, so poles that go through. Remember the rings that were on the edge of these items? And they were carried on the shoulders of the Kohathite priests. So we'll continue reading. Over the golden altar they shall spread a blue cloth and cover it with a covering of badger skins and they shall insert its poles. Then they shall take all of the, all the utensils of service with which they minister in the sanctuary, put them in a blue cloth, cover them with a covering of badger skins and put them on a carrying beam. So they are again on a beam that they would carry on their shoulders. Also, they shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. So the altar is spread with purple for the first time here and purple signifies royalty. They shall put on it all its implements with which they minister there, the fire plants, the forks, the shovels, the basins, and all the utensils of the altar, and they shall spread on it a covering of badger skins and insert its poles. Now, let's let's note for a moment here, the altar again covered in purple. When Yeshua returns, and we will get to this as we progress through scripture, but when Yeshua Jesus returns the second time to reign, he is accompanied by 144,000 virgins, and yes, they are men, who were taken, like Paul, and certain prophets who never knew women. There are two separate groups of 144,000 mentioned in the book of Revelation, and they are two separate groups. And there is a specific group that Ezekiel calls the sons of the prince. And we know Yeshua Jesus didn't physically have sons. But there's a section of land allotted to them around this inner part of the of Jerusalem, where the temple is, that is only for his sons who will reign with him. And of course, if you look at then Revelation and look at the fact that he has 144,000 virgin men that were taken for him from all time, such as Paul, who never knew a woman, those are his sons. I firmly believe that's what the Holy Spirit has showed me no, I've never heard this from anybody else. I don't say that. I I literally go to Yahweh in prayer with His. He told me years ago, learn from him and his spirit. Don't get out there. Don't listen to man right away. You now there are men that have great wisdom from Yahweh. And at times he would allow me to connect with those people, but he wanted to be the one to teach me so that I didn't have religious theory and weird thoughts in my head, which is why I think I'm, Blessed in that I can hear his voice better than I know most people, simply because, not because I'm better, but because I have chosen to believe him. And rather than running to every wind of direction and listening to all these theologies and religions and all these other weird thoughts people are having, I listen to him first. And then if he directs me someplace, I go there. And I don't find that very often with many messianics. Um, I've, just They let their hearts overtake them, their desires. They get deceived by Satan and they become what people would call quote scholarly and so they often tarry from true torah and go into Judaism but um side note on that i just want to encourage you i suppose to stay in scripture like this and and not be running to these other weird things at first so anyway <clears throat> so i wonder here if because the altar is the ultimate place of laying down our life and and, and where our sin is covered And Yeshua, our king, died for us. And also those sons of God truly did lay down their lives for Father Yahweh. Those 144,000 virgin men of Israel. And they are the royalty. And I wonder if it's symbolic of when his return is. They are the ones closest to that temple. They're surrounding it, kind of where the picture of the ark is. They're the ones closest to him because they gave everything for him. I don't know. But it's just interesting, you know, purple because they reign with him. They are his sons, they are his royal sons spiritually. I you don't know. Interesting to think about. And then of course all the utensils, utensils and stuff would be symbolic of those people being used by Father God's kingdom. Because the altar itself is Yeshua. That's upon that's on whom all of our sins were laid and carried. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Verse 15. And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the tabernacle of the sanctuary, when the camp is set to go, then the sons of Kohath shall come to carry them, but they shall not touch any holy thing. Could you imagine how scared you would be? Because you can't touch it. You cannot touch it. Lest they die. (laughs) Because you would literally die. These are the things in the tabernacle of meeting which the sons of Kohath are to carry. The appointed duty of Eleazar the son of Aaron, the priest, is the anointing for the oil, the sweet incense, the daily grain offering. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. The appointed duty of Eleazar the son of Aaron, the priest, is for the oil for the light, the sweet incense, the daily grain offering, the anointing oil, the oversight of all the tabernacle, of all that's in it, with the sanctuary and its furnishings. Then Yahweh the spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Do not cut off the tribe of the families of the Kohathites from among the Levites but do this in regard to them that they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint each of them to his service and his task, but they shall not go in to watch while the holy things are being covered, lest they die. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, okay, I'm sorry, did you catch that? So remember how they can't touch, the Kohathite priests cannot touch these items, but they're supposed to carry them on their shoulders and they can't watch while they're being covered. So they couldn't even look upon them. (laughs) So the high priest, the sons of Eleazar needed to cover them properly, then put them on these poles. And then the Kohathite priest could come in and grab the poles. Wow. That's how holy our father is. That's how um, dirty we are in our unholiness and our filth in this world. It's just sad how far we are from father. And I just pray he cleanses us all. But it's it's a picture to us to remember our place, to know our place, and we are to have that fear of God, which, of course, the modern church has removed that fear of God for most of his people, sadly. But when you come to Torah, you do learn that fear of Yahweh again. Okay, verse 20, but they shall not go into watch while the holy things are being covered lest they die. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, also take a census of the sons of shown by their father's house by their families. From thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, you shall number them all who enter to perform the service, to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. This is the service of the families of the Gershonites in serving and carrying. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle, and the tabernacle of meeting with its covering, the covering of badger skins that's on it, the screen for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the screen for the door of the gate of the court, the hangings of the court which were around the tabernacle and altar, and their cords, all the furnishings for their service, and all that is made for these things, so shall they serve. Aaron and his sons shall assign all the service of the sons of the Gershonites, all their tasks and all their service, and you shall appoint to them all their tasks as their duty. This is the service of the families of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle meeting, and their duties shall be under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. So Ithamar is kind of like the boss here, and the Gershonites serve under him. As the sons of Merari, you shall number them by their families and by their father's house from 30 years old and above even to 50 years old. You shall number them, everyone who enters the service, to do the work of the tabernacle of meeting. Of course, notice that you aren't allowed to do these works until you're 30 years old, so you have a level of maturity about you. And you can't do it past the age of 50, probably so that you have the stamina and the strength to do it. Verse 31. And this is what they must carry as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting, the boards of the tabernacle, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, and the pillars around the court with their sockets, pegs, and cords, with all their furnishings and all their service. And you shall assign to each man by name the items he must carry. This is the service of the families of the sons of Merari, as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. So here they just delegated the duties of who is going to carry what as they're traveling through the wilderness. Verse 34, and Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of the congregation numbered the sons of the Kohathites by their families and by their father's house from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle and meeting. And those who were numbered by their families were 2,750. These were the ones who were numbered in the families of the Kohathites, all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, who Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of Yahweh by the hand of Moses. And those who were numbered of the sons of Gershon by their families and by their father's house from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered by their families, by their father's house were 2,630. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Gershon, of all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of Yahweh. Those of the families of the sons of Merari who were numbered by their families by their father's house from thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered by their families were three thousand two hundred. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the word of Yahweh by the hand of Moses. All who were numbered of the Levites, whom Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel numbered by their families and by their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, everyone who came to do the work of service and the work of bearing burdens in the tabernacle meeting, those who were numbered were eight thousand five hundred and eighty. According to the commandment of Yahweh, they were numbered by the hand of Moses, each according to his service and according to his task. Thus, they were numbered by him as Yahweh commanded Moses. So I want to encourage you guys to remember this, because there's another census taking later that David took, which actually brought a plague upon the children of Israel and killed, I think, 25,000 of them. Here, though, Yahweh commanded the census, the counting. But if it's not of him and it's to prove our own power or to put strength and trust in our own numbers, then Yahweh does not honor that. So we have to make sure that what we're doing, even if at times it's okay, we have to make sure that it's always being led by Yahweh. And I want to encourage you again as we go through this, stay in here, stay in this podcast, stay going through scripture before you listen to theories, theologies, and weird, weird other things. It will help you overcome the Satan, the adversary, the enemy. Once you know Yahweh God and who he is by what he reveals in his word, you are better adept to discern his voice and that which is not of him. Have a super blessed day, everyone.